Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. Let's do it. Today is the 14th of December, 2022. I'm your host, David Castle, a.k.a. Homage the Lion Killer, coming at you from a very cold, snowy, icy northern Nevada. And it's filled with deer. Baby deer. They're everywhere. Ah, yeah. Yeah, look out my window today. Two cute little baby deer walking right by. It was beautiful. Last night, it was uh, really cold. It's only 17 degrees right now. Um, and I always wonder what the what the animals do. They just sleep under the tree in front of my house. So that's what they do. Hope you're all doing well out there. Um, holidays coming up. For some people, it's a good time of year. For others, it isn't. So... Whichever the case may be for you, I hope uh, you're getting through it. Um, what's new with me? Been snowboarding a lot lately. That's been fun. Took a big uh, wipeout the other day. Really hurt my ribs. So I feel like an old man. Got some bruised ribs going on, but I'll be okay. Uh, it's been fun either way. Um, Skater of the Year came out. Tyshawn Jones wins it for the second time. I think Nigel Houston should have got it. Uh, if you're not following skateboarding, you're missing out. This was an incredible year, man. It's just amazing what these these guys are doing. Um, but Nigel Houston put out the craziest street skating part. He put out a few parts this year, but the, his most recent one was like the, the craziest skateboarding that's ever been done by any human being ever on the planet. And uh, he didn't win. <laughs> he's got so many haters because he's the best skater and he like wins all the contests and he's a millionaire and... Gets all the hottest girls and stuff. So people just hate on him. And, um, but yeah, even his haters are saying, like, what the fuck? Nigel definitely should have won. Um, but instead, Tyshawn Jones won it. He's a little more trendy, a little more, uh, good at the skate politics. He's sponsored by Supreme. So I guess that tells you what you need to know. Then again, Nigel's on Nike. You would think Nike would throw some money towards, uh, Nigel winning, but I think Thrasher is just so anti-Nike, they'll never let him win. Which is disappointing, because the kid deserves it, man. He's fucking crazy. So those are my thoughts on Skater of the Year. Sorry, Nigel. Maybe next year, you're just going to have to go harder. You're going to have to skate some 45 stair rails instead of the 26s or whatever you're doing now. Uh, Yeah, I went snowboarding, went up to Kirkwood. Great, great place right after the big snowstorm. Um... That was fun. Tons of snow. And I thought for sure there was going to be like some, uh, you know, some fresh powwow to to shred. But you get there like an hour after it opens, it's all done. It's all moguled up by the stupid skiers. And uh, there's not even any powder left. It was crazy. Nevertheless, I had a fun time. It's always good just to be up in the mountains. If you've never been uh, done any snow sports, highly recommend it. Kind of expensive, but definitely worth it. Uh, I've been uh, watching some stuff. Last last night I watched a documentary on World War One, And it was just, uh, what a fucked up war. It's astonishing how many people died just in one battle. It'd be like 200,000 deaths on each side. And it's just unfathomable. Like, I live in a town with, like, less than 60,000 people. That'd be fucking, like, 
I don't know, 10 times as many people that live here. That's, it's just hard to even think about how many people were dying on a daily basis out there. And it seems kind of stupid, right? The way that they did the warfare back then, the trench warfare, and you just would line up and just slaughter each other, and you would spend weeks or months just trying to gain a couple feet of ground, and you would dig into the earth and fucking just hang out in this trench. They're filled with mud and rats and decaying people, and it's just atrocious, the whole thing. And... um why the fuck would anyone do that? Isn't it just amazing? I never believed the official story that I learned in school about World War I, uh, which is that the war started just because of the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Um, that's probably a simplified explanation, but that's pretty much the official story is that they killed, some assassin killed the leader of uh, Prussia, I think it was, which doesn't even exist anymore. And... Uh, yeah, and then the whole world went to war. It's like ridiculous. And millions of people, I think it was like 20 million people died total. Um, countless civilians. The Germans, they had these things called U-boats. They're submarines. This is when they first came out. And they were just sinking all of these merchant ships, just ships that were carrying supplies like food and stuff over to Great Britain. They just sink them. And uh, it's just crazy, man. If you want to look into some fucked up things that humanity does... World War One is like the pinnacle of human beings being fucking idiots. But what would you do back then if you were uh, just some normal guy? It's not like you couldn't, you could just opt out of going. You had to go. And uh, that's that. So, yeah, World War One sucked. And you think about it, like back then, maybe there was, you know, as people in the conspiracy community might indicate that <clears throat> it was to reduce the population or some sort of ritual thing. And, you know, every once in a while you have to have a big war and kill a bunch of people. And it's interesting to wonder if maybe we're headed towards that now with all the tensions between Russia and the United States. Um, but it's hard to imagine a war on that scale in this day, day and age. Like, just with how advanced the technology is and every, you know, drones and fucking lasers and just these insane bombs that we have now. It's hard to imagine a global war like that where, like, it's total war and you're killing civilians and fucking millions of people at a time. That would be nuts. It seems like now they do smaller wars here and there. Like, you got the thing in Ukraine going on, which is fucked up without a doubt, and a good amount of people are dying, but it's nowhere near the scale of something like World War One or World War Two or even Vietnam. Um, so you still have these traditional wars where they use kinetic energy, as you would say. So, But a lot of people <clears throat> in the military, they're saying that it's more fucking digital now. It's all about like internet war and cyber warfare and all that shit and drones and stuff. So who knows? Um, but what we're seeing now is the shift away from traditional warfare where it's like, you know, Germany versus Great Britain and France and stuff. And you have these alliances. Um, but now it's like, it's just the government versus the people. That's like the whole thing is 
trying to keep everybody in line so the ruling oligarchy can maintain their power and not have to worry about the fucking regular Joe per people getting together and fucking overthrowing the existing power structure. That's what it's all about. So the war now is just psychological. And you would see that back in, in world war one and world war two, there was a lot of propaganda to, to garner support for the wars and to coax people into going along with it because they did make a shitload of money and were able to rearrange the power structure <clears throat> to and they had the precursors for the global government. After World War I, you had the establishment of the League of Nations, which later, after World War II, turned into the United Nations. And these are all precursors to the global government, the New World Order, the fucking, you know, ultimate power, because that's that seems to be the ultimate goal for these, these crazy lunatics um, that are calling the shots. And so... Back in World War One, you had a really primitive form of propaganda because psychology was just being born. You had people like Carl Jung that were coming out and starting to map the mind, even though the the study of human beings and psychology is much, much older than that. Um, even back when Plato was alive and and he came up with his his idea of how society should be structured and the best ways of controlling people and you know, fucking using people's natural tendencies against them. He did that thousands of years ago in ancient Greece with his book, The Republic. And even when he did that, it was still a much older science. Like he he was learning from other people. He wasn't the person who originally thought of these things. He, he was part of these ancient mystery schools. And, um, you know, he kind of just built upon what he learned from them. But... Yeah, so the psychology of controlling massive numbers of people is very old, but what is new is is the technology that we have now. Because now with the internet and with mass communication, it's totally changed the game. So it's pretty amazing just what's going on right now with what you can do with fucking social media, something like Twitter or Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and all this shit because the even the traditional media which first at one point it was like newspapers and stuff just printed media which was pretty effective but people were reading more that reading actually make requires that you think and interpret things and come up with your own ideas kind of and then the radio came out which change the game even more because then you're just being told what's happening you're listening to it but there's less interpretation there's less like critical thinking going on and then tv came out and you had the news and it was like oh fucking game over like it's the most effective form of controlling the masses that's ever existed and it's cool for the um the people that are running shit because they don't have to like get their hands dirty really it's just you create hollywood and um you have this these celebrities and these media personalities that you use as your tools to influence the opinion of the public and you're kind of just you know people aren't even looking at you at this point you're just doing your shit behind the scenes and using these stooges to come out and fucking tell people what to do and uh now it's it's like developed even further to where they're actually paying social media influencers to like tell people to get vaccinated. 
and it's it's pretty funny. Um, just a just a weird way that humanity has progressed, but actually digressed more because people people are pretty fucking stupid now, aren't they? Hold on, had some technical difficulties there. We'll cut that out. Um, but yeah, people uh, d- definitely aren't as, they don't have as deep of thoughts anymore. I think things have become a little more uh, carnal or, or you know, a little more base, like very sexual and um, just immediate satisfaction. There's less like, contemplating the meaning of existence and stuff like that. Not to say that there isn't people who still do that, but there's so much entertainment. We're so entertainment oriented that there's no time to like sit around and think because you're constantly scrolling through your phone or watching television or whatever. In any moment of free time that would have once been used for contemplation or self-reflection is now just being used to absorb this content. It's all about content now. And only the improved only the approved content can can come towards you, at least if you're using these more popular applications. Um you know, obviously shit exists out there where you can find alternative viewpoints, which you're probably into, but for the average person, it's they're just being fed. They're being spood fed this bullshit that's custom molded to like fucking brainwash them and just maintain this existing power structure. So it's it's just uh interesting to see how much things have changed since 100 years ago when World War 1 happened to now but also to notice the similarities because it's the same ultimate goal it's just the way that they go about it has changed. And you also have to consider how much different society was back then, just the average person's values. Like, even since my grandma was alive, shit has changed so much from, like, now until then. You know, the like, the family unit has been completely flipped upside down. And everything's changed sexually and socially. Um, the the huge push toward for the LGBTQ... I a like movement. Um, and it's, it's just all meant to, it's a form of warfare is what it is. It's just like, they're not blowing up the whole fucking city and, and killing everybody with guns and bullets and shit. It's just now they're using vaccines. They're making you infertile. They're making it so you don't reproduce. So you never have a family. So you, we just kill ourselves off. And if you think about it, it's a way smarter way of doing things. And like, you know, you have to acknowledge what a pretty brilliant plan that is to like, where at once in history, you would create these giant wars and and that's how you would, I don't know, make money and fucking control the world and shit and kill a bunch of people because you're evil like that. But now you could just get the people to kill themselves (laughs) and you're still making just as much money, if not more. And it, it's fucking amazing. And now the disparity between the people who, who like, you know, the top 0.01% of 
elite people versus your average citizen, the disparity of income is greater now than it ever has been. And then you have inflation and and the things that are happening with the economy, but the, the richest billionaires, they aren't affected by that at all. They don't even notice. They don't even go to the store. Like they got people to do all that stuff for them. They don't set foot inside of a Walmart or a Costco or anything like that. Um, they, they got a whole team of people that keep their places all stocked up and shit. So they have no idea what it means. And, and they have so much money that it's like they wouldn't notice anyway. But to the average person, it's like, you know, the average person is definitely feeling the effects of the increase in prices of things like groceries, rent, fucking everything is going up in price. And most people are already stretched so thin that they can't really handle that. You know, because a lot of people are keeping up with the Joneses. They got a, a mortgage they can't afford. They got some car payments they can't afford. And uh, God forbid you get caught up with the law, you get a DUI or something, because that's a, just a whole other money fucking thing where uh, the government's just stealing a bunch of your money every month. But um, it, these are all just ways of, of controlling society. And it's none of it happens by chance. None of it is an accident. It's designed that way. And it may not seem like it because they use these events. They act like there's just these sporadic events which occur, which cause certain things to happen. And everything is just random. But it's not like that at all. Everything is well planned out. And it's even, some of it's even encoded with some numerical codes to like fucking just rub it in our faces and make the magical ritual even more powerful. So. Just an interesting time to be alive and be observing what's going on and uh, figuring out the best way to navigate a system like this. Because when when you notice what's going on, it's it's pretty disappointing, to say the least. And then you have to question, like, well, what am I doing? Like, I don't want to be used like this. I don't want to be a fucking just another cog in the wheel going along with some bullshit fucking agenda which is all based on lies. It's all satanic. It's all evil. And like, wait, I don't want to do that. Like, how do I get out of that? So that's what you should be trying to figure out. And uh, there's a lot of people out there who who are doing, who are on that path and props to those people. It is the, it is the logical next step at that, this point. It's like, yeah, you can notice what's bad. It sucks. But, um, I think ultimately the world is pretty awesome in existence and, um, you know, we're here to experience this life and develop ourselves spiritually. Um, And yeah, we are in a realm of evil. Like maybe this is hell right now that we're going through and we could just, we just got to do our best and find the good in it and, and do what you can. So read a couple articles here, just kind of skim through some shit. Um, This one's from Activist Post. It's about inflation. It's by Michael Snyder. It says, U.S. vegetable prices increased by a whopping 38% in November. But they say inflation is under control. So uh, vegetables up 38%. You know, um, I'll buy a lot of like bottled water from the store, like spring water. I remember when they were less than a dollar. They were like 75 cents or something. Now they're like a dollar fifty, two dollars. 
Not to mention, you know, gas has doubled in price. So everything's doubling in price. So I don't understand how they calculate this um, percentage of inflation because everything seems to cost at least twice as much. <clears throat> but we'll read this and see what the hell they're talking about. It says, the mainstream media is trying really hard to convince all of us that inflation will soon no longer be a problem. But meanwhile, food prices continue to soar to absolutely absurd levels. In fact, we just learned that the vegetable prices increased by a whopping 38% just in November, so 38% in just one month. When I originally saw that number, I thought that it must represent that change from 12 months ago, but that's not the case. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, vegetable prices jumped 38.1% from October to November, and they are up a total of 80.6% over the past 12 months. So yeah, like I was saying, everything's costing fucking double. Uh, but even after reading all that, a lot of you are still going to have a difficult time believing that these figures are actually real. Uh, so blah, blah, blah. They tell you to go to the fucking website and check for yourself. I'll post a link to this so you can do that if you're interested. Uh, but as you can see from this chart, egg prices are also going completely nuts. I could vouch for that because uh, I ate a lot of eggs. The price of eggs shot up 26% last month. And over the past 12 months, the price of eggs is up an astounding 244%. So they cost three times as much. Uh, the bird flu is the primary reason why eggs have become so expensive. More than 50 million chickens and turkeys in the United States have already died. And it's likely that millions more will die in the months ahead. As for vegetables, the endless drought in the western half of the nation has absolutely crippled production. In fact, one recent survey discovered that 74% of farmers in 15 western states saw a reduction in harvests in 2022. And this is a part of an article they cite. It says, a recent survey about the drought by the American Farm Bureau Federation of more than 650 farmers in 15 western states found that 74% saw a reduction in harvest and 42% switched crops. So this is fucking nuts, man. And we're just witnessing the, the just another form of the warfare. It's the fucking food warfare. And you saw that they're burning down all of these different... Um, food processing plants, uh, the the man-made drought because they control the fucking weather. If they wanted it to rain, if they wanted to have the farmers be able to water their crops, they could make it rain. They could change the bullshit laws that they have to do with uh, in California where most of the, the water is just being pumped into the ocean anyway. All, all the fresh water, like the farmers aren't even allowed to use it. So this is a completely fucking government caused like deep state whatever you want to call it new world order caused um planned crisis and it's just like the the covid thing man and a lot of people were saying that this was going to happen after covid that like you know food would become more scarce and stuff and it's uh that's looking like that's happening man that's that's a pretty pretty scary thing so you know, learn about growing your own food, get some chickens, do what you got to do because they're trying to take us out. Um, it's hard to envision not having enough food, especially when you're from the United States or just the Western world in general where we've always had so much. Like we got, everything is so plentiful and we're so blessed and like lucky to um, to live here and have all this stuff. Um, in fact, 
you know, most people have too much food. People are fat as fuck around here. And obviously part of that is because the food is poisoned. It's all genetically modified and full of these fucked up oils and chemicals and stuff that aren't good for us. But nevertheless, I guess it's better than nothing. But it's just, you know, it's just another example of how uh, they're trying to kill us and shit. Um, but yeah, it looks like we're, uh, we're coming to that point where, where food will, um, become more scarce. I'll continue with this article. It says, we all have to eat and it appears that food supplies will get even tighter in 2023. U.S. domestic supplies of key crops, including corn, soybeans, and wheat are expected to remain stug remain snug into 2023, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The agency is forecasting U.S. corn supplies to fall to a decade low before the 2023 harvest, while soybean stocks were seen at a seven-year low, and wheat-ending stocks are forecast at the lowest in 15 years. Uh, he says he's particularly concerned about the outlook for wheat. The two largest wheat exporters in the world are projected to have very disappointing harvests in the months ahead, and this should all deeply alarm us. While flooding in Australia, the world's second largest wheat exporter in recent weeks has caused extensive, extensive damage to the crop, which was ready for harvest. A severe drought is expected to shrink Argentina's wheat crop by almost 40%. This will reduce the global wheat availability in the first half of 2023. A lack of rainfall in the U.S. plains, where the winter crop ratings are running at the lowest since 2012, could dent supplies for the second half of the year. So what's this all mean? The bottom line... The bottom line of the global food crisis that erupted in 2022 is likely to intensify quite a bit more in 2023. Food prices have already risen to painful levels, and those who are being hit the hardest are those that live in the poorest countries. Uh, every single day, more precious people are dropping dead from starvation. Things are particularly bad in Eastern Africa, such as Somalia. More than 200,000 Somalis are suffering catastrophic food shortages, and many are dying of hunger. With that number set to rise to over 700,000 next year, according to an analysis by an alliance of UN agencies and aid groups. Um, that's pretty outrageous, huh? That people are still dying of hunger in uh, 2022, where we have this, you know, all the craziest, most advanced technology. Like, the, we're dropping almost a billion dollars, I mean, a trillion dollars, $865 billion on the defense budget this year which is more like an offense budget. Like, let's be real. Like, not many people are attacking America. And when we do it, when they do, it's usually like the government attacking itself, you know, um, some false flag terror attack type shit. But yeah, they're going to spend like a trillion dollars on fucking war and killing poor people when it's like you got motherfuckers that don't even have any food. Pretty amazing. Okay. But uh, what can you do? Shit's fucked up. What else is new? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, so uh, we're running out of food. You know, buy some Top Ramen. You'll be fine. Uh, founder and creator of BitChute has bank account frozen in blatant act of theft and censorship. Uh, so can't say I'm surprised. They're obviously attacking any sort of fucking alternative media platform, but let's see here. This is a, this is a short one by Dan Dix. Uh, BitChute was created out of a need for free speech absolutism for free speech absolutism during a time when YouTube was big, busy working on tweaking their algorithms to shadow ban voices who they disagree with. Um, 
They were. I've been shadow banned by YouTube since I first started using it in 2015. So like before, you know, before this shit went mainstream. Uh, Big Tech has now taken this battle to another level by freezing the funds of the BitChute bank account in yet another attempt to silence voices they don't like. Uh, <clears throat> and that just fucking goes to a video where they the dude talks about how uh, they're trying to get him. What else we got? Here we go. Uh, waffle maker Ego, Lego my Ego, find $85,000 over toxic gas release at California factory. The find stems from a January 2021 pipe leak at a San Jose factory that saw the release of 3,400 pounds of anhydrous ammonia into the surrounding neighborhood. Hmm. So your egos come at a price. Super, super bad for you too, these, these egos. You know what I was... Uh, I was thinking the other day, um, I think Starbucks coffee, like listen to this theory I have, and it's probably true. It's probably not even a theory. It's because of their sweetener or some shit. I think they're fucking, the bullshit sweeteners they use, specifically in their iced coffee, which is one of the most feminine drinks you can get from Starbucks, I think it gives you, I think it gives you titties. I think it gives dudes like girl boobs. There's some sort of fucking estrogen causing bullshit whether it's in the plastic or the sweeteners or whatever, but it just turns you into a pussy and, and it gives you boobs. <laughs> so get off of the Starbucks guys. I know it's good. I know it's addicting, but, uh, I swear to God, if you drink one of those, like, like a, a large iced coffee with all the sweetener bullshit every day will turn you into a bitch. And that's just, uh, that's science right there. That's firsthand experience. Someone I worked with is grown boobs, and I'm I'm fucking uh I'm blaming Starbucks because of that. Okay, so those are some news articles. Um, that's about all I got right now. I didn't really have a plan going into this, but I had some free time, so I figured I'd I'd talk to you. Um, maybe you guys have seen this. Have you seen these videos of the animals walking in circles? Like, what what's up with that shit? I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's fake. I mean. It, it's real that the animals are walking in circles, but the circumstances uh, under which they're doing it, I have no idea. Um, or if they're just, you know, this is something that animals naturally do and like they're starting to push it. Kind of reminds me of uh, when everyone was posting pictures of their brooms, like standing up straight. <laughs> and it was supposed to be some sort of, uh, I don't know, planetary alignment or some gravity thing where like, brooms were standing up straight but it's just turns out you can balance a broom um not sure what's up with the animals walking around in circles but it's happening kind of bizarre um we'll see what happens if, uh, once people start walking in circles then i'll be a little more concerned like you're just walking down the street and you see like a hundred people fucking walking around in a circle that's kind of strange um what else we got here Oh, I've been thinking about architecture lately and how much how much the average like American architecture is just super lame and boring. Like and and how that's part of the mind control system that we live in. Whereas hundreds of years ago they were building these massive cathedrals that were very ornate, intricate structures 
with giant spires and domes and everything was so intricately, you know, every last detail was attended to and they were beautiful works of art. And now we got like fucking strip malls. You got a stucco strip mall that's just bullshit. And it looks like shit and all you have are these stupid fucking you know, all the brand name signs, you got your Starbucks sign, Taco Bell, McDonald's, that's the world we live in now, it's totally the corporatocracy, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, but there's no personality to it, it seemed like back in the day, in a time before any of us were ever alive, it seemed like there was more attention to the individual expression of oneself, and the artistic expression of yourself, and that was reflected in the architecture, and and in the poetry, and the art, and the music. It seemed like shit was just more, uh, I don't know, more more fucking expression based, and and uh, they they valued the individual. But now everything has become so homogenized, and just everything's about saving money or whatever. When supposedly we have more money than ever, so it's like. You'd think they'd, uh, I don't know. I, th- I just feel like we should make a return to the classical architecture style, like traditionalism is what I believe they call it in architecture. Um, because the modern architecture is just ugly. It's like soul-destroying. It, there's no personality to it. It's very flat and like rectangular, and it looks like shit, and it fucking sucks. And I think it's just another... Uh, byproduct of globalism and trying to homogenize the entire world and like instead of there being regions that have their own specific style of architecture they make everything fucking cookie cutter bland like the same across the board and we're seeing the same thing with music um, particularly with electronic music I think it lacks originality but that's my own opinion I'm there's amazing artists out there making all kinds of music but just from the outside like this this festival music where they're they're sampling um you know other songs and fucking i don't know speeding it up by 10 bpm and and calling that an original song like kind of bullshit <coughs> and again hip hop is founded on sampling too so what do i know but it's just uh I don't know if this is um, an, an an intentional thing. I mean, I think it is because they are tearing down like awesome old structures and replacing them with bullshit ones. But um, I, I think it's I think it's both. I think it's um, the fact that people are more afraid to go out on a limb, and you'll also see this with like movies and stuff. How they keep making sequels and making like you know, 25 fucking Avengers movies and like 50 Batmans and a thousand Spider-Mans and like they'll never come up with some new idea. And and you you see it with everything and it's unfortunate. And there's the old saying that there's nothing new under the sun, but God damn, we need a breath of fresh air here. Maybe we'll see it to where, um, you know, they say that in the, in the, um, the hermetic teachings in the Kabbalion, they say that the swing to the left is equal to the swing to the right. And they're talking about a pendulum. And they mean that with, with everything in the universe is that like when shit goes so far to this side, so like everything's becoming super bland and modernistic and like, 
lacking personality and it's going to eventually reach an extreme and then it's going to start to swing back to the other side and we're going to get a, a return to you know, more artistic stuff and, and individualism. And maybe we're seeing a little bit of that right now. Or maybe we're on the tail end of it. Maybe shit's going to get way worse. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so that's my thoughts on architecture. Uh, most of the architecture now sucks balls. And uh, we need to have some some better some better buildings out there, man. It's like, come on, put some effort into it. By far, the, the nicest building in my town is the oldest one. It was built in like the late 1800s. And it's gorgeous. Like, it's fucking really um, intricate brickwork and, like, cool patterns and stuff. And everything they build now is just, it just sucks, dude. The, the boring stucco, like, no personality, fucking lame. You'll see it with these new housing developments, too. And um, just suburbia. Kind of weird. Uh, anyway, this this is something that I I found pretty interesting. Um, it's I heard it on the Richie Allen show. He does he's a really big radio show in the UK. Um, and this is something that happened in the British Parliament. Is a British MP, which I guess would be um, similar to like a senator or a congressman in America. It's the guy's name. What the fuck was the guy's name? Well, I'll just read you the article. It says MP tells Sunak. Sunak is the prime minister. Isn't it funny that that Britain has got like this this super white country has got like a super Indian prime minister? It's just so funny that they that they do that and they. Um, I, I feel like it's just a fuck you to people, you know, from the the controllers like. We're going to take the whitest country ever and just put an Indian guy in charge, just because. There are a lot of people from all over there. I just think that's funny. Uh, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak on Tony Pierre Baroness Moan. What the fuck is that? I don't know what the fuck I'm... All right. Sorry, I... Uh Getting flipped around here. It says, MP tells Sunak that mRNA jab... Break is breaking records for deaths and adverse events. So he went up to this guy in front of everyone in the government and like called him out. It was like, dude, this shit's killing people. Like, what the fuck? It says at the prime minister's questions this afternoon, Tory MP Andrew Bridgen told Prime Minister Rishi Sunak that the mRNA COVID jabs have caused more deaths and adverse events than have been caused by conventional jabs worldwide in the past fifty years. So that's that's a that's a pretty substantial claim. Um, that's insane. He says that the COVID mRNA vaccines, which aren't even really vaccines, they're just injecting some who the fuck knows what into you. He says they've caused more deaths and adverse events just in the past like year and a half that they've been out than conventional vaccines have worldwide in the past fifty years. And conventional vaccines have caused a fair amount of deaths as well, not to mention um, autism and things like that. Uh, Bridgen said, there have been more reported deaths and adverse reactions following mRNA vaccination in 18 months than there has been from every conventional vaccine administered worldwide for the last 50 years. And given the mRNA vaccines are not recommended for pregnant women or those who are breastfeeding, would my right honorable friend Overton the big overturn the big pharma-funded MHRA recent recommendation that these experimental vaccines are administered to children as young as six years old. Um, so he's saying, you know, this thing is killing people. 
what the fuck? Why are we telling kids that are six months old to get it? You know, it's killing more people than all other vaccines for the last 50 years combined. Why are we allowing the big pharmaceutical companies to manipulate us into recommending to people that they give it to their infants? Uh, but in response, Sunak, the, the prime minister, said, like a good little sheep, like a good little New World Order pawn, he says, let me first say that I believe that COVID vaccines are safe and effective. And uh, he then waffled on about how the JCVI decides who should be vaccinated and when before saying that the ultimate decision lies with the parents. He ignored Bridgen's correctly stated claim that the COVID jabs have killed and injured more people in 18 months than previous jabs have injured in 50 years. And he concludes by saying it is open tyranny now. And if you watch the clip of where um, Andrew Bridgen addresses Rishi Sunak in front of the rest of the government, you'll see that the fucking all the other government people are just booing him and calling him a conspiracy theorist or a tinfoil hatter or whatever. And they're just totally ridiculing him and um, being fucking dickheads as if what he's saying is is not true. And these these people are just evil, dude. And it's like, they got to go, man. Like, there's a segment of this population that is really not looking out for our best interests. They're fucking evil, piece of shit motherfuckers, man. Um, and they're just totally on board with with doing what the fuck they're told to do. It's, it's very sad. Um, and then when the, the Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, comes back with his response and he says... I believe the COVID vaccines are safe and effective. Uh, they all start cheering like, woo, yeah, or whatever they do in Britain. They say, hear, hear, whatever the fuck, fucking British. Um, but, you know, at least there's one guy who's, who's calling them out. <laughs> He's fucking better than nothing, I guess. They can't all be bad, right? <clears throat> it's a pretty staggering claim, though, that... um the mRNA vaccination in just 18 months killed more people than every conventional vaccine for the last 50 years across the world. That's including all the people that, uh, I don't know, is that including all the people Bill Gates killed in India and all that shit? Or did he just make them sterile? Mm. I don't know. It's amazing, man. And it's amazing that people are still like going along with this shit. They're so... <clears throat> they're so invested in this idea and they're so afraid of admitting that they were wrong that they'll they'll fucking they'll they'll take this shit to the grave with them, you know? They'll keep getting every booster until um until they die. And it's not it's not necessarily that the COVID vaccine is is like will kill you. That's not what they're mad about. It's the fact that they were wrong. You know, it's the fact that it's not safe and effective and that they've been saying that it was. And I'm talking about like your average person who really is just so fucking stupid that they they're going along with this shit. Like you could present them with all of this data and show them like clearly that this is bad for you. And it's like, you know, not even getting into the the fact that it is part of a depopulation program and like chipping everyone and it has to do with the central bank digital currency and like we could go down those rabbit holes which are have a lot of validity to them and are fucking looking like they're pretty fucking true but without even getting into that you could just show that that 
it seems like this vaccine is unsafe. It, not that it seems like it. it is unsafe. It's killing people. It's causing myocarditis. It's causing blood clots. It's You can look at these people who have recently died after being vaccinated and you see they have these like one or two foot long worm-like blood clots that are filling up their veins. And that's the reason they died is because their blood stops pumping. And like these are tangible facts. These things are happening. But people are so invested in the idea that the that the vaccine is safe that they just fucking will not accept it. Like it's not that it's the fact that they were wrong is is what they can't accept. Um I recently saw a quote and fl- my flat earthers out there don't get mad at me, but the quote was like talking about uh Galileo when he when he got his telescope and he started observing the planets and he decided that the earth was round. Um, he said the reason why people got so pissed at him wasn't because that wasn't because the earth was round because he found out it was round. It was because it wasn't flat. And, and that's a, it's fucking so true, dude. It's like, you don't want to have your preconceived notions shattered. At this point, I don't even know if the fucking Earth is flat or round. I have no, I have no clue, man. How could you trust anyone or anything? Hmm. Okay, let's see if we can find any more uh, interesting. Let's just read a couple of these headlines because they're they're just so crazy what they put out there. Um, This is CNN World News. These are just the headlines. So it says, "At least four dead after boat capsizes in English Channel." Uh, UK government eyes ban on single-use plastics, plates, and cutlery. So you're going to have to bring your own plate around with you, I guess, and your fork. Uh, Hong Kong rule, Hong Kong court rules police ban on Tiananmen vigil unlawful overturning conviction of prominent activist. Don't know what the fuck that's talking about. Ooh, this is fun. Space Force. U.S. Space Force establishes first foreign command in South Korea as threat from North grows. Uh, blah 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 stuff about uh, Russia and Ukraine propaganda they raped a mother and a daughter deserted from Russian army unit speaks on crimes against civilians see it's funny how you know all of these mainstream um outlets this one's from CNN they'll all talk and obviously this is horrific if this happened right if if a fucking army unit rolls in and just starts raping people doesn't matter what side it's on. That's a horrific crime regardless. Um, but we have, it's factual that like Ukraine, the Ukrainian army has been doing all kinds of horrific shit. And particularly the Azov battalion, which is like the Nazi battalion. They're covered in swastika tattoos and like legitimate Nazis. And uh, I've seen um, since the beginning of this conflict interviewers and people um, walking around Ukraine in places that have recently been liberated from the Azov Battalion, and they would just tell these horrific stories about, you know, what the Ukrainians were doing to them. I've seen videos and shit. And, but, and yet, of course, we just have to victimize Russia and just blame it all on them, and you're projecting on, on the Russians, which maybe they are doing that. You know, it's, horrific things happen in war regardless. Um but it's funny how they won't point out anything, you know, we're giving billions of dollars to literal Nazis. <laughs> Meanwhile, canceling Kanye 
for for saying that he doesn't hate Nazis. Like, how funny is that, that we've gotten to the point in the world where you can get canceled for saying you don't hate someone? <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's just crazy. By the way, I love what Ye is doing. I think it's I think it's fantastic. Good for you, Ye. Like, I don't know, a lot of people in the conspiracy community are just kind of, you know, um insinuating that he's controlled the opposition and he's being used and doesn't, you know, he's he's just part part of the plan or whatever, but it's like you don't know that. Like maybe the guy just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Who gets used like that and loses hundreds of millions of dollars or billions of dollars? Like that's it's a pretty shitty deal, right? Um, but I I just think it's hilarious, and I think it's super funny that he's like homies with Owen Benjamin now. Because I'll watch Owen's stream every once in a while. He's really funny, and he was really going in on uh on Kanye for a while and just making fun of him and shit. And it's. It's just funny, and I remember in one stream, he's like, dude, I think Kanye listens to the stream, and I remember thinking, like, that, no way, dude, like, that'd be fucking funny if he did, and it turns out, yeah, he'd been listening the whole fucking time to, like, the most canceled comedian with the most, uh, I don't know, controversial stream, you know, like, Joe Rogan won't even fuck with him anymore, which, by the way, fuck Joe Rogan, like, I, I really can't get on board with the guy, I never liked him. Always found him really annoying. Like I find him irksome when I when I just listen to him talk. I'm like, I just can't take it. It's I don't know why. It's weird. But anyway, yeah, I think it's funny. Um, you know, maybe we'll have Kanye West as president and Owen Benjamin as vice president. <laughs> How funny would that be? Ah, crazier things have happened. The simulation is getting ridiculous. Honestly, it's all very entertaining and it's kind of fun. Um, you gotta just see the see the good in it. And, you know, if you got food on the table, if you got a house over your head and and somewhere to sleep, that's warm at night. What more could you ask for? Everything else is just bullshit, dude. Like it's all about your family. If you got a couple friends, you know, that's cool too. Um, but you know, it's about family and your community and, uh, you know, your relationship with uh, the higher power. If you got one, hopefully if you don't, you know, you can develop one because at at the end of the day, dude, like it's, this shit's a lot bigger than just, um, material things and, and like money and shit like that. That's, that's stuff that they use to control us. There's a reason that they, we've been trained to focus so heavily on the materialist aspect of the world. I think that's like a, it's like a deception that's been laid on us to to get us to not realize that like th- this this whole existence that we have is for spiritual development. Like the material stuff is is um it's important, it's good to be comfortable and it's nice to have money. It sucks fucking being broke and not having food obviously. You got to do something. But um I think that's just one aspect of our existence here and it's Ultimately, only spirituality is is what's going to save us. And I think what we're seeing in terms of uh, the degradation of society is a spiritual uh, degradation and not having, you know, the proper values and stuff like that, which is hard. I mean, because it's uh, when we're surrounded by so much temptation and so much, not to get on like a Christian, super fundamentalist Christian shit. I don't necessarily believe in any of that shit, but um, when... 
when we're so focused on like the lowest, most physical aspects of our existence, like this is what we get. Like this is, you know, you get the criminals you deserve in society. You get the government you deserve. And like, it's like, look around. Yeah, this shit isn't very surprising when you look at your average person in the world and like overhear the average conversation of, of, of somebody. And it's like very base, very basic. But hopefully you can surround yourself with people that aren't like that, and uh, then you'll start crushing. So that's my fucking ideas for today. No music, because um, my computer doesn't want to let me download certain stuff. I gotta like do a, I gotta do a juice cleanse for my computer, and then we'll see what happens. So hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble today. Kind of random stuff, just random thoughts that are popping into my head, and. Uh, I'll probably listen back on this and disagree with everything I just said. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Peace out. Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you before then, although I definitely plan on talking to you before then. Um, but if not, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks a lot for rocking with me this year. Uh, maybe next time I'll do a, a recap of the year and we'll, we'll talk about some of the fun stuff that happened this year. Peace out. <laughs>